are Locked On Trailblazers, your daily Portland Trailblazers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to an April 20th, Friday edition of the Locked On Blazers podcast. I'm your host, Eric Garcia Gunderson, writer and editor over at LeBron Wire, part of the USA Today NBA Wire sites, former Blazer beat writer at the Vancouver Columbian, and your host here of Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On podcast network. Welcome back to the show, and once again, I wish I had better news for you, but I do not. Um, This season looks like it's pretty much over as the Portland Trailblazers lose in Game 3 in pretty emphatic fashion, 119-102 to go down 0-3 in the best of seven series. Of course, you probably already know that no NBA team has ever come back down from an 0-3 deficit in the NBA. Uh, It's happened a couple of times in hockey, but uh, as far as basketball, uh, that's never happened before. There have been 3-1 deficits, but never an 0-3. Maybe you remember the Blazers in 2003 came pretty close, but they lost in the seventh game to the the Dallas Mavericks, and I don't necessarily think we're going to see a repeat of history here. Portland now, you know, staring at 0-3, deficit in the face and and last night in a must win they came out flat um you know dame made some shots early which was encouraging aminu made some shots early but uh the defense just could not slow the pelicans down they it, it looked like the the defensive team that people had talked about them being coming into the season not the team that they were during the regular season where they did a really good job of you know resisting drives having a little bit more friction at the point of attack not letting guys basically walk to the basket every time and uh last night's game was a little bit of a throwback thursday rajon rondo driving into the lane getting layup after layup i mean it was uh, he was driving by, getting easy layups, and and I know that he is is, is really smart and turns his, his game up in the playoffs. But uh, you know, if Portland's guards are going to get beat off the dribble by Rondo, uh, then they're gonna then this series is going to be over on Saturday, and and it was it is basically over now for uh, you know for the purposes of, of trying to talk about this team now because uh 03 deficit ha, ha, you know no one's ever come back from that and it was a brutal brutal night for the blazers everything going right for new orleans it seemed nikola miritich with a playoff career high 30 points on 12 of 15 shooting so he was shooting 80 percent from the field he also was four of six from three and had a bunch of just you know deep pull-ups and 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 just really making the Blazers pay, maybe for not going after him uh, strong enough in the in the trade season, which I know that some people in my uh, in my mentions were mentioning uh, 
how they wanted Miritich on the Blazers and how great that would have been. Uh, yeah, I mean, Aminu didn't play poorly last night, but, uh, you know, pretty much everybody else did. And, and Portland, uh, I guess CJ McCollum played well as well, but Portland just hasn't gotten much consistency at all uh, from anybody. Uh they haven't had someone that has shown up on a nightly basis every night in this series, and that's kind of hurt. Uh, you know, game one, Dame and CJ both really struggled. Game two, CJ did a little bit better. Game three, CJ did a little bit better. Dame, game four, Dame did a little bit better, but also had eight turnovers, and it, it just looked like, um, again, uh, the word I used in the last episode to describe it was discombobulated. And CJ had four turnovers. The Blazers had 24 as a team that led to 35 New Orleans points. And that uh, is probably your ball game right there. And it, it, it was just weird. You know, you, you'd see Dame getting trapped in the corner trying to split the, the double team and, and, or, and or just make any kind of move, dribble it off of someone's foot or, uh, you know, throw it out of bounds and, and – and, or just get it stolen from him, you know, right out of his hands. And, uh, you know, he, he's, he's had a really rough series. I don't think he, I think this is his series from hell. I don't think he's had a worse postseason. Uh, and, and I really don't, I, I, you know, I really don't remember a postseason going this poorly. And I, and the numbers bear that out. I mentioned the, uh, series against Memphis uh, a couple of days ago after game two because Drew Holiday and the way he's played kind of reminded me of the way Mike Conley played in that series but Dame's numbers are even worse than that uh in 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 that than that postseason right now Dame's currently shooting 32 percent from the field shooting a little bit better from three eight of 25 and he has a grand total of 12 free throws in Three games, so uh, way below what he normally averages, and uh, he's just been completely shut down. And, and one of the avenues that Dame usually gets going is via the drive. And here's a stat uh, for this series: is in the regular season, Dame averaged 12.4 drives per 36 minutes and shot 45%, and was ninth in drive points per game at 7.4 points on drives but in the playoffs he's only getting 2.3 points per game on drives he's driving three times less and his shooting percentage has dipped from 45 percent in the regular season to 20 percent in the postseason and uh that is one of the big factors in portland having an 0-3 hole is that dame uh, more so than ever has had uh, his series from hell. And uh, in that in that Memphis series, he ended up rebounding, having a nice game four. Portland got on the board in that series. Uh, but a really, really brutal series for Dame. And, you know, this happens to NBA stars. You know, I, this is one thing I will say as maybe um, a little bit of perspective uh, on, on what's happened is, you know, this is brutal, but you know we have we, seen this happen to lots of NBA stars for the most part. They've often had the series where everything goes wrong. They get roasted into the off season, and 
they get burned. And I think last year the 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 Blazers kind of escaped anybody's ire because they had that fun finish to the season and they played the Warriors who won the championship in the first round and lost. So them getting swept by the champions, not as bad, but uh, them getting swept by the, the New Orleans Pelicans who were the sixth seed uh, when, when Portland had home court advantage, that there's no way around it. I mean, that's going to sting all season long. That's going to be something that the Blazers are going to hear about all season long, something that Dame is going to hear about all season long, and it's unfortunate, but that's also kind of the, the journey that NBA stars end up going on. Uh, it, it's part of, uh, it's part of it. I can't, I can't really remember a single star from Curry to uh, James Harden. Actually, you know, Curry ha- had some really good series since he first started playing, but, you know, he's obviously had some moments where he's been criticized. I mean, Harden has had some awful series in his past. Uh, You know, you see Lowry and DeRozan in Toronto kind of now coming out on the other side of that uh, kind of fight with themselves in for postseason excellence. And LeBron has gone through it. I mean, I mean, this is, is such a regular thing. It's, it's basically, you know, it's one of those those lumps you have to take. It's very rare that a young teams, young players, I know Dame's in his sixth season now, but especially when you have the expectations and, and Dame's team, they've never had more expectations than this. I think this is, a new, uh, this is a new territory for Dame because when they had big expectations, he wasn't the star player where all of the responsibility fell on him, and now he is that star player the the player that everything will fall on when it's all said and done and um in his first go round with big expectations it hasn't gone well and i think um you know that's going to be something that they're gonna that people are going to talk about all offseason is it is you know what's next but i think you know i think this is is just part of the the journey and i think uh, it's going to be one of those times that it kind of hardens hardens Dame and 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 gets him ready for for the next season because I, I mean they're not going to trade him I don't I don't see uh, them doing anything drastic like that with Dame I, I, I'm not going there but I I do think that uh, you know this is one of those times that the you know when Dame's career is all said and done you know this will be a moment where people remember he had and kind of bounce back from it is what I is what I'm saying uh I I don't think that this is a series that's going to be the end of his time in Portland I think it's just one of many stories kind of on his way to his you know through his Blazers career and it's unfortunate that it had to happen this way but you know oftentimes it's never fun to have those to to hit those lumps and yeah you look at this Pelicans team with Drew Holiday with Rondo with a lot of veterans uh on this team and you look at the guys alongside Dame CJ played well Aminu played well but the rest of the guys they were looking very young on the road in game three and uh you know they played well at home but that's what happens usually with role players is they typically play better when they're at home and the role player is not playing as well in game four in game three excuse me probably should not have been as shocking so uh Portland loses by 17 in game three they trailed by as many as 33 and they're now down 0-3 in the best of seven series 
We're going to talk about if there's anything they can do in game four to kind of change things up uh, to, to get on the board and avoid the sweep. So we'll be right back. So uh, how can Portland avoid the sweep? And the answer is not a great one. I don't know. Uh, they, they, they put uh, Maurice Harkless in the starting lineup because Evan Turner was hurt. Turner did not play in game three. Uh, and, and they kept Yusuf Nurkic in the starting lineup. And I thought that there was a chance that that Terry Stotts would, would start Zach Collins just because Collins had played so well in uh, the games in Portland. Stotts elected to go with Yusuf Nurkic once again. I think uh, in large part because Nurkic has been such a huge part of their team all year. They needed to play some defense. They hadn't very. They hadn't played very good defense, and uh, they or you know they, he trusts Nurkic. But um, you know Nurkic hasn't been able to make an impact in this series, and that continued in Game Three. Uh, he was a minus eighteen in twenty minutes of action. He. It, it, it was really rough. I mean, none of the big guys really had a good plus-minus except for Ed Davis was was pretty nice in the ballpark there. But Nurk, 2 of 7 from the field, 7 rebounds, no blocks, 5 points, and 4 turnovers. Uh, just, you know, it hasn't been the series for Nurk. I don't think uh, – I, I think Portland should still look at re-signing him. I think he's a really good defender, and I think he's a really important part of this team and the growth moving forward. But uh, in this series, I just don't – I don't see the fit, especially with Anthony Davis, and you have the Pelicans who they can shoot at all five positions pretty much when they're out there on the court, With save for Rondo, who's often handling the ball, so he doesn't even have to really worry about that. And then uh, on the other end, for Portland, Portland just hasn't been able to match them and or slow them down on the offensive end, and that's that was more the case in Game 3, whereas in Games 1 and 2, Portland's offense really struggled. But... Uh, I'm I'm interested to see what Portland does because their offense had pretty much another rough night. They they got 33s up, but they only made nine of them. And uh, maybe the adjustment is just go down swinging, go five out, and and try and play fire with fire, and have have Zach Collins out there shooting threes, perhaps Myers Leonard, um, or maybe they start Ed Davis because Davis has had such a pretty decent series at least against Anthony Davis he's a little bit more mobile um and 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 is just a little bit more athletic in in space than Nurkic is so I I I think maybe Ed or Zach Collins could be the move uh in game three in game four excuse me uh to kind of just change something up shake things up but but who knows maybe Stotts will go with the same lineup but uh, it'll be interesting to see whether they keep going with the same thing and they just say, hey, we need to play better, or if they make some personnel changes and, and go with Collins or, or Ed Davis. And I, I know that Collins is young, but he, he has gotten big minutes in the series already. I don't necessarily think it hurts to necessarily start him and try and have him match against Anthony Davis or Miritich and, and 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 just try and have him shoot threes and space the floor. He got in foul trouble yesterday, picked up four fouls uh, in 12 minutes of action and was a minus 23. So it wasn't like he had a you know a great night either, but um, at least there's a threat of him shooting threes potentially and uh, you know maybe you can use that shooting threat to help manufacture more open looks for Dame 
and, and, and maybe it works like that. But at, at the same time, Dame had a bunch of looks, was came off aggressive off screens and just would miss. And uh, CJ had a rough start and then eventually got going and, and had a really nice game at the end of it, uh, except for the turnovers. But Dame and CJ, uh, they need to get open and and I think maybe having Collins out there as a release valve who can kind of make a play or at least shoot the three if he knocks down a couple then you know maybe that changes things and that can get Damon CJ more open in game four to potentially force a game five and come back home down three one um Portland is is mostly just trying to get a a win to get on the board. I don't think they want to get swept two years in a row. And I think if they do get swept two years in a row, I mean, that's going to um, – it's definitely going to turn up the heat on uh, what they do this summer, not only with Nurkic, but, you know, the trade CJ is going to become a huge topic. Um, and, and, and there's going to be a lot of, of, you know, talk that Portland needs to – to do something different, so um, uh, they might want to. They might want to win just to avoid that. But I, at the same time, I don't know if they're going to be able to avoid that, given the fact that they came into the playoffs with the third seed and are currently down 0-3. So uh, maybe Zach Collins gets the start in Game Four. Maybe it's Ed Davis, and uh, you know maybe that changes things, but maybe it doesn't. So. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what else to tell you. Uh, th- there's a lot of playoff games today. Uh, they're all in the Eastern Conference, Cleveland and Indiana. I wrote about that over at LeBron Wire. Uh, that should be a, a good series. Cleveland, uh, kind of in a in a in a very tough series against Indiana. Is a pretty solid team. Uh, LeBron had 46 points in the last game, and they still only won by three. So I think it should be a good one. Uh, if you wanna. Uh, cleanse the taste of the Blazers out of your mouth, or if you don't want to avoid, if you don't want to watch any NBA, I don't blame you. It's a beautiful day outside today uh, here in Portland, and it's going to be a beautiful weekend. Uh, game four is at 2 p.m. on Saturday, so uh, perhaps you have better plans than to sit around and watch the game when the sun's going to be out in the middle of the afternoon. So um, I don't think anybody would blame you for missing the game. I certainly won't. So uh, that is going to do it for this edition of Locked On Blazers. The Blazers are down 0-3 in the best of seven series after losing to the Pelicans 119-102 on Thursday night. Game four, Saturday at 2 p.m. Blazers season could be over after it's over. So until next time.